Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Direct. Hard-hitting. No holds barred. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. At Terry Rooster uh, tweets, Ashley Judd talking about hate speech, Hitler. How did they get from Trump to Hitler is beyond me, she writes. Ignorance for sure. Well, it's not just uh, them. MSNBC's Chris Matthews reacted, and Fox News writes, to President Trump's inaugural address by likening its America First theme to Adolf Hitler's platform. Matthews said the speech had a Hitlerian background to it. So clearly... Media versus Trump. Now, I'm not in Donald Trump's camp. You might think I am because I've defended his presidency. I'm the camp of the people who voted for him. I'm in the camp of the people who voted for him, who gave him the White House, who trusted him with the White House. The attacks are on Trump, but what they're doing is they're attacking the very people, the average person, who decided... This is how I'm going to vote. And we live in a democratic society, so I'm standing with the people who cast their votes. They voted for Donald Trump. That's good enough for me because that's their call. Ricky's in Hamilton. Ricky, thank you for the call. Hi, Roy Green. How are you doing? Good, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, my name's uh, Ricky Tavares. I'm calling from uh, Hamilton, Ontario. Yes, sir. I just heard on the radio in uh, regards to those uh, speeches given by those two ladies. Yes, sir. Do you know the cities that those two speeches were given in? Do I know the cities they were given in? Yes. No, I thought they were probably given in Washington. Oh, is that where they were? Okay, so they said the speeches in Washington. That's what I'm thinking. Now you've got me wondering. No, but I'm sure they were in Washington. Right, right. So what I'm suggesting is that the uh, chief of police for the city, uh, the cities that these speeches were given in, should be absolutely removed from his position immediately. Now, there's such a thing as freedom of speech, and if if what they say, if if what they, Ricky, if what they say counters the law, then they'll be dealt with then. I thank you for the call, sir. Thank you so much. Trump versus the media and what you heard from Ashley Judd and Madonna. Ed is in the province of Alberta. Whereabouts in Alberta, Ed? Oh, in a place called Claire's Home, South Dakota. Claire's Home. I've yeah, been the there. Of the Bible Belt. I've been there, sir. <laughs> well, I've been where you are, too. It's been 15 years since we talked. No kidding. Uh, two subjects I want to briefly touch on that you, you asked about. Yes. Like I said, thank God we have Roy Green at, Roy, at Charles Adler at night. I, I talked to Charles Friday night, and... I mentioned that Abraham Lincoln in 1863 gave the Gettysburg Address. He was given the same cold reviews and criticism that Donald Trump was given. You're right. Abraham Lincoln was not very popular. Uh, and, Ad, and Charles uh, asked what was going on, and I says, I think that uh, critis- uh, criti- the critics are overeducated. Seems like uh, the longer you stay in the higher echelons of education... Tell me this, Ed. Whose side are you on? If you're going to have to take sides, because there's a war that's going on, clearly oh, yes. the first shots have been fired. So, and, and you know, they were fired before the election, but now that we have Trump in the White House, clearly there's a war between media and the White House. Who's, who, who's more credible to you? Well, the common sense side here. Donald Trump. 
Of course. Well, I'm right. not a big Trump fan either. He's a little bombastic. No. Uh, okay, my friend, thank you for the call from Claire's home, Alberta. Been there. Al is in Toronto, the center of the universe. <laughs> but born and raised on the West Coast, Roy, so <laughs> I, I have other allegiances. But All right, thank you, you very much for taking my well, call. Well, thank you for calling. Program, as always. Thank um, you, sir. Roy, the, the direct answer to your question is that I think both parties have lost a lot of credibility. I mean, Trump and what he said throughout his campaign lost credibility. I think the media more so, uh, especially once it was relatively uh, known that Trump was going to win the nomination and then win the election, the left-wing bias in the media certainly came to the fore. And then you saw that uh, any type of journalism that had uh, any type of truth, that went out the window. And it was, yeah. we've, got a, we've got a mountain attack on Donald Trump. And exactly. I, you know, I think that the, the frustrating thing from listening to Ashley Judd and Madonna is, who cares? Like, who cares what they say? These are women that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars. They, they talk about white privilege and all these sorts of things. Well, they are the elites of the elite. And I think you asked a very uh, poignant question to a couple of the other callers, which was, you know, what side do you lie on? I am bang on with you, Roy. I am on the side of democracy. I am on the side of the fact that the process worked and the people elected this individual, and we must have respect for the people's choice we must allow him the opportunity to govern and see what he can do. And, and I think it's the hypocrisy is just ripe from the left because they were all over him about accepting uh, the outcome of the election, and yet they are the ones who are showing their true colors. They cannot accept it because their candidate didn't win. Now, what I'm uh, hearing, what I'm hearing, Al, the screaming I hear in the background is, well, how, why are you so tough on Justin Trudeau then? He won, and, and, and give him a chance. Well... Yeah, we're giving him a chance, but he's been in office for over a year. He's made moves that we challenge that we don't find acceptable, particularly if we're conservative bent or have a conservative philosophy. And we don't have all the media aligned against him. Those of us who challenge Trudeau are in the minority. So I just wanted to get that point out because I can hear the screaming. It's hurting the back of my head. No, you know, it's a good point, but I guess I would challenge anybody that says that because... When he was elected, I respected the democratic process. I can't stand uh, Trudeau. I think he's a a media whore, and I apologize for using that terminology, but he's just about selfies and making himself look good. But but I'm going to respect the office. I'm going to respect the fact that he was voted in that office democratically. I'm not going to be protesting and yelling and screaming. and That's ridiculous. But you will challenge challenge when challenge is appropriate. Absolutely. But, it, but what we have, what we have in between the media and Donald Trump in the United States is they started to editorialize about Trump from the very beginning. The headlines were editorials. The headlines to news stories were editorials in and of themselves. Absolutely. And, and Roy, I don't think you've ever challenged Trudeau or any other leader for that matter without doing so in a respectful manner and based on facts. You were asking factual questions and and wanting an answer to specific questions. And I think that's where you see the discourse in the uh, U.S. You you just nailed it. There's no facts. There's no uh, respect. I mean, you you look at that, uh, the name of that CNN reporter, uh, a coaster or whatever, I mean, yelling at the president that that it was inappropriate. I know, I know. It's his press conference. If he doesn't want to talk to you, he's not going to talk to you. Anyway, I'll thank you so much for the call. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for the good and positive things you said about what we do here. Brad is in Kitchener, Ontario. Brad, thank you for the call. Go ahead, please. Hello, Brad. 
that's oh, Basil, big. Basil, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's in a, he's in a, he's gonna have a long fight if he thinks he'll win against the media. If, if that's true. Saw, if you would have saw what he did the other day, he 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 he, he praised the Clintons and he and he and he said, "Why don't you stand up?" And I did see that. Innovation, Roy. Can't you see through that? Don't don't you see what? This guy is like a waffler. He's a flip-flopper. He don't know which side he's on. No, no, that's just the normal thing that they would do in a situation like that. Yeah, but did you hear what he said before that, before he got his job? Yes, I did. How, how, how can you, like, would you have a friend like this, that? This is, no, but I, I can't imagine running a campaign like that. But he did, and he won. So yeah, then he, do, hold on, so then he does his speech, and he's the president of the United States, and you have a former president and a former secretary of state who ran against you, and they're at your luncheon. They came to your luncheon. You're going to accredit them. At least you're going to give them some credit. You're going, what I found really interesting, eh, um, Basil, was when he said, please stand up, he meant for Bill and Hillary Clinton to stand up, but the power of the presidency is so complete that everybody jumped to their feet. No, because they're all scared now. They're afraid of like, losing their jobs. All right. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Brampton and Brampton, Ontario, and Paul. Hey, Paul, thank you for the call. Hi. Hi thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to this commentary, and, and it astounds me that for five years, this man peddled an untruth about Barack Obama. And where was the media to stand up against him? Where was the media that held his feet to the fire? Everyone allowed him to peddle this untruth. Okay, I mean, he discouraged. I mean, I, 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 it, it, it was astounding that the night of the inauguration in, in 2008, the Republican Party was already planning how to how how to block Obama at every move. How come we don't we don't talk about that? We talk about as far as I'm Paul. concerned, he's he's Paul. for the simple reason Paul. that okay, the media were all over Trump. When he did, when he had his birther chase, they were all over him. And it's not unusual for political parties to start to plot, if you will, against somebody who just won right after the election they lost. Okay, that's fine. But the long and short of it, everyone knew, except the diehard Trump fans, who are, you know, uh, there's another word for them. But let me say, everyone knew that this was untrue. Everyone knew that Barack Obama was born in Hawaii. Everyone knew for five years. Guys but you know what they, you know what they, you know what they say. I don't. I mean, there's all sorts of fact checking going on about who started it. But one of the one of the positions that's been taken is that it was Hillary Clinton's campaign that started the birther question during the primaries in 2008. Oh, okay. So uh, that being said, does that give him the right to continue with this falsehood for five years? Yeah, well, I guess he he can because he did. Yeah, he did, and he won. So you know what? Let me say this to you. The, but uh, you Barack, know, Obama, Barack Obama didn't lose the election to, well, there's an argument, philosophically he may have, but he didn't lose the election to Donald Trump because he wasn't running. i got to go. Thanks for the call. Uh, there is, of course, the argument that Barack Obama's legacy can be expressed in two words, Donald Trump. <laughs> 